0: What up? You're listening to Almost Accurate. I'm Jake. I'm Jake Sanalbeads And this is the third time we've done this introduction. This is a podcast about movies, about TV shows, about, about video games. About Lynette and Olivia. Sometimes about people who I. Are- <laughs> who come into your life and then ryan names them yep exactly that's that's what this podcast is it's just people in places that ryan has recently interacted with and just naming off anal beads i've yep. recently interacted yep, with exactly. anal beads that one's not very far off though if it is being not, completely no, honest my <laughs> wife
1: just recently got a tail anal bead it has a pink tail on it I'm sure she will appreciate that you have made that public information now. Whatever. That's that's on the airwaves now. So okay. Megan can't wait till your well, you know, can't, can't, can't wait back on the show about that about her late husband and that was something she did. Oh, Ryan, it is the day after election day in the United States and we don't know who won yet and- um well it's <laughs> just like it's like me it's like the anal beads in the government. They just keep fucking you, you know. You just put them in, you pull them out. You put them in, you pull them out. You put them in and you, you drink, pull them out. You
0: drink some bleach and now you're immune to the coronavirus. So Amen, how bro. About, how about that?
1: How do you think I've stayed so healthy this whole this whole uh, pandemic? Um, when
0: I worked at Lowe's. Uh yeah, I'm just doing it by name now. When I worked at Lowe's, someone asked me where Clorox was one time. Wh- when I was where very, was what? Yeah, they asked Clorox. Me, they asked me where the Clorox was. The and Clorox. I was very very confused, and me it took I'll eleven bitch took quite an amount of time to figure out that they were asking for Clorox. Why? Uh, for I know what you product. were saying,
1: but I just. I
0: well, it was that was the, the bleach, bitch. It was that in the accent, and I literally thought he was asking for like pop was it rocks a or something like Southern accent
1: or was an English accent? Clorox. Where's okay? let not your, answer it. Where's your Clorox? Where's your? Clorox? I don't know what kind of accent was it. That was. Where's your Clorox? Or was, where's your Clorox? Uh,
0: the first one probably. Where's cl- your Clorox? Probably closest to the first one.
1: Hell yeah.
0: Yeah, it was uh it was a confusing time for all because he was. Did there. he drink
1: it? Did he take a shot of it? Exactly. He, he it put in the a cap?
0: bendy straw in it. And was like, I'm fucking. fucking a, I hope we
1: pay for that yeah, shit. I'm
0: gonna live forever. I bet this isn't gonna come into play like six years from now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, it totally will because people are doing that to stay healthy. I'm sure that person's alive.
0: I, I'm sure that person's gonna live forever now. Oh, definitely. I mean, that's what happens when you drink bleach. Your insides are preserved for a while. Yeah, that's what. uh um, That's how they I, make mummies. Fun fact. Well, I thought each, that's each whenever
1: you have sex with a woman, you make her a mummy. Mm-hmm. A- aliens <laughs> built the pyramids,
0: and drinking Clorox makes you pregnant. I don't. Know. Yeah, I don't know where this bit. I don't know where this bit is going, but I. A- really anal
1: beads. But I really don't enjoy it anymore. Anal beads. Jake, we got a lot to do and a short time to do it in. Actually, we got infinitive time, but you know, you look tired. You've worked today. You actually had to work i was hung over this morning yes do tell the story
0: (laughs) not really i was just really stressed i got really drunk last night and i went to bed in a bad mood and i woke up really hung over and that's in a better mood uh, i don't know (laughs) we'll see we'll see uh but yeah no rough night so if you listen across the u.s hang in there if you're listening outside the u.s uh good luck
1: yeah, because we're sorry. We're going to be crazy. <laughs> we, we, we did what we could. We didn't do shit. <laughs> we voted. That's all you could ask That's of us. That's all we could do, just about. Just one vote.
0: Uh, Ryan, Netflix is uh raising its prices again. Yep, $1. How you, how you feel about that?
1: Um, Well, pretty good because my parents pay for it, so Hell I'll be a yeah. okay. Alright, alright, um, alright
0: on that password sharing turns uh-huh.
1: out
0: yeah it turns out i think my parents pay for our netflix account too
1: but uh-huh. on the flip
0: side i think i pay for amazon prime and they use that oh. to get free two-day shipping plus access to oh, an excellent yeah. selection of bigfoot videos and everything else they put on amazon bigfoot prime <laughs> videos what there's a lot of bigfoot shit on amazon look it up
1: like like we- like, like somebody's foot who is really big, or like the like the, majestic <laughs> creature that lives in the Alps, like that unconfirmed
0: cryptid creature that's walking around out there. Okay, Sas- the um, the okay. North American Sasquatch it
1: made me worried about the Russian parents. Almasty,
0: the Australian Yowie, the uh, the Russian Yeti, <laughs> all that good stuff. They're out there, probably. Anyhow, uh, Jordan Peele is uh, going to be remaking Wes Craven's *People Under the Stairs*. So, Jordan Peele, obviously of *Get Out* and *Us* fame, uh, *Us*, which I recently just watched for the first time. Last, You're
1: killing me, guy. Yeah,
0: pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. So You're killing me. You're I, killing me. I like Jordan Peele a lot. I loved *Key and Peele*, and every movie he's touched so far has been good. So, I think this would be, uh, I think this would be a good thing. So, what do you? What do you What do you have to weigh in on that
1: about? Well, let's see what happens. All right. The only thing take. I could say, the worst thing about his movie Get Out was that sound with the coffee cup and the spoon. It just bothered the shit out of me, man. I did like I how can't they, handle it.
0: I did like how they work that into the introduction for us to where it's the like the name of the production company and it's just them doing the teacup thing on that train.
1: I hate that sound. <laughs> God, I had some lady the other day. I was trying to help her out at work. And she got right next to me and started eating hard candy. Crunch, crunch, crunch. I was like, I'm going to lose it right now. I'm I'm going to lose it. I can't take those sounds. There used to be this guy who would come into my work and he would make the sound like. And he would do it a bunch. I don't know if he it was like, like Tourette's or, or like he needed yeah. like water or something. But he's like. That's what Bella does. She's like, it get, bothers getting, the shit out I mean. She's like, I can't even handle the toilet like dripping. It's like, bloop, 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 bloop. I'm like, to- your toilet drips. Yeah, I gotta, it's our flapper in there. <laughs> I just have to replace it, which is the big rubber part that covers up and lets the water flow into from the tank to the toilet. Absolutely. I
0: had to have my flapper
1: replaced oh, a yeah. couple weeks ago. Yeah, well, I got a universal toilet cheap. shit thing, and I've replaced two of them in our house. I gotta replace the third. But it just drives me batshit crazy.
0: I should have called you. I can do it. I could have saved a lot of fucking money, let me tell you.
1: Ryry can do it. He has done it twice. Looking to do it a third time. Well, I look forward to seeing the results of that. Oh, yeah, you will. You will. Baby. What else we got, Jake? Uh, Ryan, uh, Dave
0: Chappelle has a new show coming to Netflix. So, What is it? All three seasons in their full glory will be Steam. So, so Chappelle's show is going to be hit Netflix. That's not
1: a new show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're reading that for the first time. I am. I, so Chappelle's show is coming, which is great because me and my God. wife are almost through workaholics and Bob's Burgers. We're almost caught up. I need something new in my life. Chappelle's show, save me.
0: Yeah, I jumped a gun on that one. It's just Chappelle's show, not a new not a new version, not a new anything else.
1: Well, you never know. He's been doing stand-up. It would be great if he just did like a one-off season. And even if it only had like six episodes or something like that, that would be pretty fucking tight.
0: Uh, there's a new trailer for Halloween Kills, your, the sequel to one of your favorite movies, well, Ryan.
1: you know what? Fuck it. Skip it. I hate that movie. That movie could fucking die. <laughs> yeah, I know we're going to end up the, seeing it because it made to to such a big about mistake about it, but that movie was fucking <laughs> terrible.
0: They really didn't give too much away about in this trailer. It's like, oh, Michael Myers is back, and it's Halloween.
1: Oh, coronavirus, we ain't filming. Okay, Lori Strode, what's
0: she up to? She's she's looking old and angry. What's,
1: yeah, you know up? she's gonna be dead by the time they get to the last one. I wonder, are they gonna redo every Halloween so far? They should not. They should not.
0: Uh, Ryan we've got some buttery buttery smooth new gameplay of Spider-Man Miles Morales for the PS5 it's not buttery smooth but also the PS4 Uh, it looks fucking great it It does look great I don't think I really have anything else to add about this really it looks looks... like
1: Miles Morales (laughs) into the Spider-Verse and I've seen a lot of people complain about it like the game speeds off or something like they didn't know that this was like a an ode to that uh, movie yeah, it's the it's actual, clearly. It's so I, dumb fuckers.
0: I did read about this a little bit to where it's the they're incorporating a Spider Verse suit from the uh, the animated movie, and it's also it moves at a different, that people love. Yeah, it moves at a different frame rate. So I thought that was kind of neat that it's not just like a reskin thing. It's moving with the same sort of an, the same sort of comic book animation style they put into Spider Verse, and I thought mm-hmm. that was a unique touch. I think it looks a little bit janky (laughs) just in terms of of gameplay it it doesn't move quite the same way you'd expect so Um, but it moves the same as the uh i I the movie yeah but when you're playing a game i think you want something a little bit more responsive but i either way i like i like this it's not and it is they've actually changed the character model because i think miles's character in this is more he's taller he's taller he's older and he's also like more muscular but the Uh, The Miles Morales in the, in the, in the movie was like, he's like 14, 15. He's like a little bit lanky. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a little bit lanky and skinny. And I like that they changed it to reflect that. So it's not just kind of lanky, not just a costume change, but yeah, that's, it's kind of a fun little Easter egg. Just like when they put in the, um,
1: God, give me Spider-Punk. Yeah. That's all I ask. The Tobey Maguire. (laughs) Or Spider-Man Noir. No, I want both. I, I really, those are my favorite two skins spider oh, noir sure.
0: and spider punk i both of those are really good i liked that the uh the noir spider man was in complete black
1: and white yeah so. i love that neat little neat little piece there
0: uh let's see what else we
1: got here sean connery died yeah. at 90 years old they said he had dementia that is sad and as someone that has two people in
0: their family that have dementia it's not good so uh rest in peace sean connery that's that really sucks <laughs> I hope somewhere that you're waiting for Trebek. Anyways, uh, you posted the these are the uh, all time highest grossing horror movies. So yeah. there's
1: a little bit of bias here because it's all uh, mostly new stuff.
0: It is. And that's somewhat surprising, except for I guess, except for The Exorcist. But yeah, I feel so. Like so we it chapter two, seven hundred one point eight million worldwide. It Chapter two was not as scary as the first one. I yeah i didn't like it i didn't like it as The much.
1: nun i've never even seen that movie
0: i like the nun i thought it was thought it was pretty. i good. gotta
1: watch that that's what i'm gonna do saturday
0: and a quiet place have not uh, seen it
1: actually seen that wasn't that scary yeah um also want to mention that sony is looking to buy crunchyroll for almost one billion dollars which is like an anime so we're gonna rip this straight off IGN. Sony has reportedly entered final negotiations with AT and T to acquire the anime streaming service Crunchyroll, and is allegedly prepared to pay upwards of nine hundred fifty-seven million. Let's just make it anime, man. Yeah,
0: why not? I know that's a that's a big deal for a lot of people. I actually looked into that a little bit ago when I was trying to get bored into anime, but yeah, I don't I don't know. That's I think if you if you are a fan of anime that would be the one streaming service you'd be very interested in because it is literally like every single anime that's ever been out there. So subs and dubs, I know that subs or dubs, I know that's a big <laughs> big debate for a lot of people uh whether you want to you know watch a dubbed version or read subtitles. So uh yeah, I think they have a a very very big It's got all the Dragon Balls? Yeah, and I think it's and I the Pokemon. What,
1: I think what are the. the it's it Pokemon big? anime. Yeah. Yeah. It's on yeah.
0: there. Yu-Gi-Oh 2 is uh, on there. My so I think God. that's. I think that is one of the big draws to those. Uh, you know people that are fans of anime. Is the fact that it is literally the. I'd place. go back so, and watch Pokemon. Yeah. Crunch. Crunchyroll is. Crunchyroll is cool. I haven't. I haven't really checked it out too much. But that is a surprising price tag for that. Also it makes sense that Sony would have that. Because they're a, a Japanese company. I'm surprised. Well, that's racist. At that, that 8 AT&T Why couldn't Nintendo have it? Uh,
1: because you're it, racist.
0: Nintendo usually doesn't make business decisions. You that voted for
1: Trump, didn't you? <laughs> um. So let me throw this out here. I saw this movie that we're about to talk about with my first girlfriend of like ten years ago. Um. No, longer. Eleven years ago. Um. So the there's this movie called The Orphan and. Basically, at the end of the movie, it's revealed that the girl who is the orphan is adopted by this family is actually like a 30-year-old woman, and she's been posing as like an older or younger person, but she's really older. Uh, Eleven years later, she plans to return for the role in a new prequel, to which I'm like, why are you so doing this?
0: So she's even older?
1: <laughs> yeah, I was like, that movie wasn't that great. This movie probably won't be great
0: either. I recognize this girl's face, but I have never seen this movie. Is its it... Is it well, count yourself
1: that. lucky. It could be worse. You could have saw The Hitcher too. That's so when funny. they of The Hitcher. That
0: they come back to do a... 11 years later to do a prequel. Yeah, so what kind of bullshit just, is that? Is she just going to play how old... That she actually is, and then she turns into a little girl at the edge of it.
1: Well, I, you know, I just wonder if maybe like right now there's not a lot of ideas floating in Hollywood or to get made, and all these things are hanging out in the back. (laughs) And they're like, well, we ain't got shit. Let's go ahead and pull that one. Let's pull that one. So everybody has like these B movie ideas or trying to do sequels to like shitty movies. They're like, yeah, come on in. Come on in. Certainly seems to be something that's going around right now. Amen. Uh, Joe Biden put a Fortnite map out there. He did, and he also did Animal <laughs> Crossing, as we had reported before.
0: Yeah. Good for him.
1: Well, it just makes sense to campaign that way. Uh, new Star Wars game accidentally leaked by EA. You excited? You sad? Did you even look at this post? Only four people were reached.
0: Okay. It does confirm that a a new Star Wars action game is in development.
1: Yes. Uh, Indeed. So, that gives me no information. (laughs) Perfect. Those are just the headlines. Uh, Netflix announces (laughs) you season three is back in production. I'm glad to see what love and Jill are going to get into, because apparently the next door neighbor is going to be his affection never seen you oh my god you gotta you're, see it dude. you're into it though i am into you you and i'm into you as well
0: are into it i am not
1: yeah uh actually the girl who played in the first season "The love interest she actually went to the school of arts which is right down the street from where i work school of barts the school of farts school of barts, she Simpsons. farted quite a bit yep uh, it's kind of embarrassing
0: Yep. the batman is uh continuing to film despite the uk entering a new uh, coronavirus lockdown It's so. cause they
1: were like hey bitches we'll pay you this much And they were like okay Even the queen was like mm, Okay but you gotta still kiss the ring bitch So this actually Came from
0: uh, the prime minister Of the, the UK Ah uh, <laughs> Still
1: gotta, <laughs> so gotta kiss the ring bitch kind
0: of, Reached some kind of agreement I guess So good for them That movie's never gonna get finished
1: <laughs> Oh it's gonna get finished <laughs> Um, Sony has forced PlayStation 5 to rebrand their company to customize my plates. Plate are...
0: Station 5.
1: Oh, oh, Sony has forced Plate Station yeah. 5. You caught me. Damn, I've been drinking. Uh, to rebrand their company to customize my plates, they are no longer allowed to sell PS5 faceplates. Only skins and wraps for upcoming console. What is the fucking difference? <laughs> One's a little bit harder and one wraps around the original. So I yeah. Maybe they can rebrand it that makes something look like weird because
0: that we've seen from like the the PS5, those are just big pieces of plastic you can snap off. So it would make sense if you wanted to customize it or change the colors or whatever. You should just be able to to buy those. That's
1: stupid. (laughs) That's dumb. Why would you want to do that?
0: I don't know why Sony's going to. Maybe it's just because it's so early. Maybe this will be less of a thing afterwards. I know the 360, you had all sorts of like face plates and stuff you could swap out or snap over it. So,
1: well, people want to customize so it doesn't look like something. People just want like an all black one or an all white one. Or maybe people (laughs) just want to make their own colors. Yeah. I'm a big. fan i enjoy black or all solid colors but the older i get the more i really just enjoy colors like bright neon colors yeah make it like pink or orange or some shit make it like give me a blue a neon give me a neapolitan ps5 green (laughs) a neapolitan yeah you can't eat your playstation 5 get out of here silly that's that's just it just you're that's crazy to me um, the Walking Dead, Hillary Burton cast as Negan's wife, Lucille. Um, these people were actually married. Uh, Jeffrey, what's his fucking face? Uh, I want to say Montgomery, but I don't know. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Morgan, that's the one. And Hilary Burton, they're actually married in real life. I remember Hilary Burton from TRL when I was a kid. She was a host. So that's cool.
0: I guess so. Have you ever watched The Walking Dead is my follow-up question.
1: <sighs> I've been forced to. I really don't like it. Really? I I've seen it.
0: like the first two episodes and I thought this is boring and I hate it.
1: I thought that it was just like a dark or a soap opera that just had zombies that in occasionally it.
0: Occasionally has gross zombies. Just
1: but I mean, around. so is um, the boys. The boys is a soap opera, but a better version. Yes. Well, agreed, because I'll watch that. We'll get to that in a we'll, minute. We'll get to that. a little bit. Uh, WandaVision is an action movie mixed with sitcoms. I'm still confused what the fuck's going on with that one, but okay. Uh, uh, looks like a lot of
0: time hopping going on. I guess. Or interdimensional stuff, perhaps. Yeah,
1: well, that's okay. It's a 2020. You're allowed to do stuff, um, you know, interdimensional. Um, Pokemon Go has earned $1 billion in 2020, making it the most profitable year uh, for the game to date. Let me just say coronavirus, coronavirus, <sighs> corona. Virus. That's
0: interesting for a game that prioritizes you to actually go outside and walk around. But I maybe that they're making so much money off of it because people are like, I gotta buy all these pokeballs. And and just I like, to what admit, am I gonna do with my in life? The summer of 2016, when the game first came out, I actually spent real money on some pokeballs because I ran low on them, and I was like, I gotta get, gotta get some more. I Gotta get some, buy some fucking more. Yeah, I spent 20 actual dollars on like ultra balls. Old?
1: Yeah, did they work for you? Uh do you recall the first thing that you caught? No, absolutely not. Well, clearly you had an emotional attachment.
0: Uh, not really. I mean yeah, was, that was sarcasm. It, it was fun for about the first month, and then I, like a lot of people, kind of fell off of it. But
1: cool idea. Maybe well, do. not everybody fell off of it. Not everybody. There's they made a billion dollars off of it. So unless you know, that's a lot of $20 bills. Um, so there's a Friday the 13th game. Um, they are going to cut the servers for that game so basically um, it is dead yeah which will the game will revert back to peer to peer matchmaking for quick play lobbies and that's all the news that we have
0: I like how you moved on before I could ask you if you knew what those words meant what words peer to peer lobbies
1: yeah it's wherever you can just go hook up with your buds and there's like a lobby and then like you go out to the game. You just have to collect enough people. Story matches. Story checks out. Uh-huh. That's right, Good bitch. Deal. I played Halo. <laughs> Suck a
0: dick. Well, guys, we've got a little bit of a different episode for you today. Uh, so we, we kind of get got through the news a little quickly. What we're going to do next is we have a main topic where we're going to be talking about our top 10 favorite villains from movies and
1: TV shows. Let me put something out here, Jake. We've missed it. What Today thing? is November the fourth. Tomorrow will be November the fifth. Remember, remember the, the fifth, fifth of fifth November. Movie. For I cannot remember why something blah blah blah. V <laughs> for <Deeper> Vendetta. <laughs> La, blah, One blah, of my blah. favorite movies. My favorite movies that I I don't remember that qu- quote half quoted. <laughs> Anyways, You're welcome.
0: Uh, if you want to hear that full quote, go back and listen to episode five maybe? <laughs> or just go
1: fucking watch the movie because they'll probably do it
0: way better than us. Yeah, nah, that, that fucking movie is, uh, is awesome, but yeah. It's tight! So we're going to do a little bit of a different episode where we're going to talk about our top 10 uh, favorite villains from movies and TV shows. But Ooh, yeah, uh, yeah so, so I guess the basic ground rules for our, our top 10 uh, villains is that these are ones that made a impact on us basically so there's a lot of lists out there where it's like oh here are you know top 10 or top 25 top 50 top 100 villains in movies and tv shows lame yeah and those are for people that literally watch everything and you know what yeah we don't watch shit yeah we just watch some things yeah that's why we're doing a themed episode so we're tired we're Bitches. tired of watching <laughs> watching stuff every fucking week it's so easy just to google something be like ah there's one <laughs> you like apples how you
1: like those apples no but
0: these uh, but these are ones that uh, specifically have an impact on us and so if we missed your favorite one guess what was fuck my, you it wasn't my favorite one so that's why it's not on my list yeah
1: and <laughs> your favorite sucks so deal with it <laughs> your favorite sucks so deal hard. with it man that's all i gotta t- that's all i gotta tell you you want to start from 10 and work your way up and we'll uh, go back and
0: forth. I would say, yeah. Well, so we'll start at ten. Well, and we'll work our way down. If we have any intersections, I guess we'll just kind of talk about them before we before we move on. Okay. So yeah, uh, you want to you want to do your uh, top number ten?
1: Or you want to do yes? Because that's going to be extremely obscure. All right. As a child, there was this episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark where there was a jester who came out of a comic book. And anytime he laughed and other people laughed as they talked to him, blue goo would come out of their mouth. And anytime we went over to my grandparents' house and you know how they divided up kids were in one room playing and adults in another room, they would all laugh. And I just picture like this yellow jester in there, just laughing and everybody's mouth leaking blue goo freaked me the fuck out. That sounds absolutely. Terrifying. Oh, it was terrifying. Yes, I
0: indeed. I'm not. I really didn't watch the show much, but oh, that there, one stuck with me hard. There was an episode of Batman Beyond where there's a radioactive skeleton, and it made me it gave me nightmares for like a week. Anyways, I you was survived. Like, I'm proud I of you. Anyways, I was like eight years old, so probably too old to be scared of something like that. But you know what? Maybe I was a sensitive kid. Who?
1: Who's? Who are you yeah, to judge? A sensitive me? kid.
0: Who are you to judge me? <laughs> I'm gonna judge the shit out of you. My number ten is uh, Anton Shigurth. From No Country for Old Men. That's my number seven. So Javier Bardem. So we'll we'll go. Do you want to go ahead and talk about him now? Um. Because yeah. I mean, he killed a whole fucking family. He right. Is like properly one of the scariest. I I think villains committed to TV or film. Well, he in flipped a coin like,
1: to kill Llewellyn's wife. It. W- he and is he did
0: a fucking lunatic, and he is. He's he wears all like, denim. Four lines of dialogue where it's all denim
1: has a bowl cut. Buys a bike off some kids after breaking his arm. And he has like a, a cow killer. This is just such a, such a
0: such a well-acted performance. And his his uh primary weapon is what is it? It's just a fucking air canister with a nail, with a nail attached to it. I don't
1: think it's a nail. I think it's just like a bar and it just pushes just, out and hits yeah, people. So, down. He,
0: so he'll he'll push
1: it, push it against somebody's head and just. It just goes straight. That was it. a great fucking movie, by the way. I think that also plays into it. So, some of the what I kind of went through is like, do I really like this villain or do I like the story of all of it together or do like V for Vendetta? I really like V and Evie, but the chancellor and like the government, I mean, they're not like very the
0: kind of non factors, really. Yeah. I
1: mean, they're villainous <laughs> and they've done some crazy shit, but it didn't really like, ooh make me think like, Oh yeah, I got to put these people on the list. I thought about it and I, that was some of the things I started to weighing, like what do I really care about in this story? For me, when I was thinking about
0: this, it's, is this a genuinely interesting character? What are the reasons that they're interesting? Or is it just someone that's properly like terrifying? And I think Javier Bardem's uh, just, his portrayal of this character in this movie is he feels kind of like the shark from Jaws. You know, he's just always out there. You know, he's going to show up at some point And he is just he's terrifying, man. He is <laughs> he, he really is just like the, the shark from Jaws. And you feel him just circling this entire movie over and over again as he gets closer and closer towards the end of it.
1: And then he finally
0: catches up with Llewellyn. Catches up with fucking
1: Woody Harrelson.
0: Gets him too. Gets yeah. just gets just about everybody. Yeah, yeah. There's just get some, you. there's just something really like I don't know if you you can. He's a not, bullet. It's not an overdone thing, but it's just really well done, really well acted.
1: There's and a lot of air in the simple. It's more yeah, and I think that's what I enjoy about it. It's simple, um, but yeah. Definitely a scary villain, especially when he shows up on your doorstep and sitting there waiting for you and just flips the coins like, should I kill her or not? Um, we'll get there's another one that I oh, have two face a certain
0: coin flipping going on. I here. think Face. first don't want to give it away. I'm not going to name any
1: names, but it's it's two face. Hey, <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, number nine for me as a villain, um, little cartoony, but I like it. The Grinch. The Grinch is ah, a villain. Interesting. He turns eventually, but I think the Grinch is my favorite Christmas character, and he always sticks out to me during that time of the year. Um, and he is totally a villain, and Jim Carrey's portrayed him. Um, and later on, we'll get into this, but I think multiple uh, people who have acted as certain characters or You know, the way they've portrayed them in other movies kind of plays into my decisions because, you know, some people may do it like half assed, but some people may do it great and some other person may do it great. Joker, I'm looking at you Um, and like it makes it. It gives you more ideas of how dynamic this character could be based on people's portrayals of it. So, the Grinch is my number nine because I just love that's interesting. Because I would almost see, I would say
0: definitely the Jim Carrey version you could consider a villain. But if you look at the more recent uh, animated one with Benedict Cumberbatch, I'd say he's more of an anti hero or kind of a simp, maybe even moved him closer to being a sympathetic villain. Uh, he's not, uh, yeah, I guess in that dreamworks animated one, he's not as much of a villain as he's just an outsider. And he's not even an outsider in the same way that, that Jim Car Jim Carrey one is, is that he like, he literally goes to town, he shops, he's just like, but he's, he's just like grumpy, (laughs) you know? Uh, yeah, that's a That's an interesting one. I've never, when I've thought about it, I don't think I've ever really considered the Grinch to be a villain. Oh, but he is. But I guess if you go all he the He
1: stole way- and robbed and...
0: Yeah, I guess if you go all the way back to that original one, he robbed that whole town and yeah. then rode up the mountain to laugh at them.
1: Yeah, pretty much. He <laughs> said, fuck y'all. And they pretty, were like, we're going to keep together. Pretty villainous if you... I mean, could you imagine, like, somebody stealing everything from everybody and, like... Hanging out in a really yeah. high tower and watching people like riot down literally below you, or just up. singing together, you know, in unity. As you're like, yeah, I'm going to divide all of you. <laughs> and like, where would you think of that would be? Oh my god. Yeah. <gasps> He's like, yeah, I'm going to climb up real high and gloat
0: while this watch the sunrise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with hanging my dog. <laughs> Pretty. F-
1: Though He's Max was the hero in that movie. Un- I would say unequivocally.
0: Yeah. He's, he's the, he's the Grinch's conscience. He's the, he's really the one that makes his small, small heart grow three sizes, the same too big or whatever, however it goes. Anyways, it's been a long, it's been a while since I've seen that. It's okay.
1: We're we're only a month away. It's okay. (laughs) We'll be back in that mix. Uh, but my number nine
0: is uh, a character from uh, *Man in the High Castle*, and I hope I get this pronunciation right. It's yeah, you fucked it. Obergruppenfuhrer John Smith. Yeah, if you just say it really fast, yeah, whatever, no that check you. <laughs> you say it so fast that everyone's like, "Okay, whatever." <laughs> but he, it, it's funny, but it is funny that his he's got this very very long German military title, and uh, but his name's John Smith, the most American name you could possibly think of. But Man in the High Castle, if you haven't watched it, it's an Amazon original, and it's set in an alternate universe where, uh, basically, America loses World War II. So um, Japan and uh, Japan and Germany conquer basically the entire world, um, and it's set about twenty years after the conclusion of World War II. So it's like in the East, there's like Nazis, just regular Americans or Nazis, which doesn't feel. Topical at all in 2020 that 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 could happen, but um, but it could. He he is he starts out as um, he's kind of so I guess in within the continu- continuity of the show that at the end of World War II, Washington D.C. gets nuked basically, so it gets wiped off the math Map so they move the supposed capital of the new what they call the American section of the German Reich to New York City, and that's where all the government stuff happens. And so he's kind of basically in charge of, in charge of German occupied America. And he is just such a well-developed character. And he's almost, he's, he's clearly a villain, but he is developed in such a way that you almost want to see him win in some, in some aspects. But then you're, it's, it's, it's enough to be like, Oh, but wait—he's a Nazi, and the show does that at multiple points. As most people are to alike. where, and this is kind of spoilers for season one. He has a son that develops a neurological um, disorder. disorder. I think it's—it's it's not Parkinson's, but it's—it's it's some kind of neurological disorder. To his where
1: son it, is Michael J. Fox. Spoiler
0: alert. It's kind. This is kind of where it winds up. Winds up going to where he. And the thing is that his the doctors detect it. And in this version of America being it's controlled by Nazis. If anybody has a neurological disorder or it basically, if I'm anything wrong with them, they euthanize them. They kill them. Wow. <laughs> and so There'll be
1: nobody left here in America.
0: He winds up killing what the doctor that finds it because. Basically, they're like, all right, your son, but you're high up in the government, so we're not going to make this we'll like cut pu- you a break. We'll cut you a break we're going to give you the syringe and let you kill the kid instead of us doing it. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks guys. It's fucking brutal, but he winds up stab. He winds up giving that syringe to the doctor instead. Hey, and so he's covering up stuff for his family and we're finding out. He's a villain. We're fine. Well, we're finding out that he is, Bas- basically, it's it's calling into question his pure Aryanness because he's got this genetic defect that's he's passed down to his family, mm-hmm. and it gets it gets more into stuff like that throughout the the four seasons of this show. But it's just he's is really, there only four seasons? There's only four seasons. I think there, yeah. There's there's
1: will four there seasons. be more? No, they oh,
0: definitively said season four is the end of this. We've told the story we want to tell. So there's like a Have you definitive it? ending. I watched the first three seasons and for whatever reason, I couldn't quite get into the fourth <sighs> one, but you I would watch. say those first three seasons are really, really good. And just for the setting alone, there's a lot of really great writing, great characters, but he is a, basically the closest thing you could consider to be a, a villain in that, but he's also kind of one of the main characters. So he plays off of other characters, which are clearly supposed to be the, the heroes. And he's, he's, a, feels like a genuine threat. But he's also, he's written well enough that you have those glimpses of humanity where you're like, oh, maybe he's going to turn and do the right thing. But he never really does. He never really does. And I think that's the hallmark of a good villain to where you have that little bit of believability to where you buy into it. But then you're like, "Mm, uh, actually, you know what? This guy is a Nazi. so He's probably not
1: going to do that. Yeah. So, no, what's your what's your number eight? Number eight for me, Dolores Umbridge from Harry Potter, because that bitch had me wanting her head. So, um, she's pretty much just a snooty bitch. It just seemed like she could get away with anything, and just you know, some of those villains are just downright evil, and some of them are just like evil in a way wherever they can just do whatever they want, and she's one of those. That I just ultimately find out she is hanging out with Voldemort and she's cool with him. She's gave him a blowjob or two. But um or two, yeah. She's she's hanging out Hogwarts teaching, but she's just a bitch. Like a uh, bitch, dude. And I just absolutely hated her whenever I watched it. And she's worse. Voldemort didn't even make my list. This lady did, because I absolutely <laughs> hated her. It was just like anytime. You're like, yeah, fuck you, and then she would just turn it around. So that that would be my number eight. Yeah, I have I have, I
0: have to admit, I'm not super familiar with Harry Potter. Well, but you don't
1: want to be familiar it is with this. Hope huh, really funny. She's straight up <laughs> mean she's feisty dog she mean it does say a lot about how unlikable this
0: character is that you put her in over Voldemort in oh yeah of, dude you can't even say his him. name
1: her I mean I'm just like Ugh, get out of here like I'd rather hang out with Voldemort than mm-hmm. fucking Dolores Umbridge well yeah, I guess
0: in keeping in terms of uh, children's movies my number eight is Scar from the Lion King hey and I they killed Mufasa uh was scared of this movie when i was a kid i was scared of a lot of things clearly as you as you're probably aware of but um i just thought he the way that he is so effectively a snake in the grass so to speak in that he just waits until Mufasa dies and just edges his way in there. He's like Simba, guess what? Fuck you. You're you're in the wilderness. I'm I'm taking over. Uh and everything just goes to shit. And I I love villains where they seem to have no real goal other than to just ruin the world. <laughs> it's Some like man wants to see the world burn. Yeah, it does it well. We'll get, we'll get to one of those here in a little bit, but it's yes. uh, yeah, it's just what is I don't completely understand. Scars endgame. game, I know he wants to be like the the guy in
1: charge. Yeah, but he's
0: not good at it.
1: <laughs> well, shining new era is tiptoeing nearer. And where do we feature? Just listen to teacher.
0: But great, great portrayal. He wants me um,
1: over the pride.
0: Very good. Very good uh, villain in a children's movie. I very
1: do enjoy Scar. Before, um, not in a good way, but I enjoy him. Um, For my... What's this? Number seven? Number seven. Well, so initially it was going to be um, No Country for Old Men. You've taken that one from me. Right. So I'm going to... I'm going to put another one in.
0: you going to slot one in.
1: Um, yeah, I'm going to slot one in. Dr. Evil from Austin Powers.
0: Oh, okay.
1: He made my list. I I just enjoy like comedy. So I, if you have a mini-me, you automatically get in there. You have sharks with freaking laser beams on their head. You're tight. Um, Him and Austin, we find out that are they're related. You hire a fat bastard to go do your bidding for you. I... I just really enjoy Dr. Evil. I think he's a fun villain. I, I really like that universe. My wife and me, she just saw Austin Powers for the first time, like last really? summer. Yeah, she had never seen it before, and I was like, what? She hasn't seen the second or third one yet. Um, waiting for that fourth one. Wait
0: till she sees that third one. She's like, hey,
1: Beyonce's said this? Yeah, and this man <laughs> eats his own skin flakes? Um, Dr. Evil. Just sheerly, sheer comedy right? I just enjoy Dr. Evil and his character's just funny. Like Mr. Bigglesworth, he had all the uh, all the stuff that you'd want from like a villain. Like one million dollars and he had this little pinky thing and they're like one million dollars is not a lot of money. It's like $100 one hundred billion. Billion, billion dollars and everybody's freaking out and he's pressing buttons making people fall into the fire like Will Ferrell and he's like, help! I've been burnt, burnt that is, badly.
0: That is a very good choice. I've seen Austin Powers a couple times, but uh, I, I, I didn't feel I didn't. I wasn't as familiar with it enough to put Doctor Evil in there. But I was like, that is a great choice on some yeah. of on some of the lists I consulted. Oh, and was cross, he on there? Cross checked my... yeah, Doctor Evil was on a, a, several of those lists, and I was like, "That is that is a good one." It's always good to have like He's a funny. comic comic relief villain that you that you throw in there. Oh, I totally agree. My number seven, I don't think is a comic relief villain in any sort of case. It's uh, it's Two Face from The Dark Knight. Oh, the old it's flip old, a coin, old Aaron Eckhart, and I enjoyed this, and I liked how chaotic it was i i i liked that they took his character from being gotham's white knight and racist dragged him down to he's just a murdering psychopath that's flipping a coin and, and whatnot
1: you he, mean the tommy lee jones version yeah it's, which is the best ever. i'm kidding
0: i think it's ultimately disappointing that it was his whole persona is Two Face is only around for about the last hour of of that of that movie, but well, the fact that they just kill him
1: off and they're just like fuck you
0: a little it feels a little bit wasted. It's almost like when they killed off Darth Maul and then they're like, oh, this was popular, maybe we'll bring him back and just yeah,
1: well they keep do bringing him back Multiple and they times. and they will
0: they they'll keep doing it, but I. I felt that that part was a bit of a waste of that character arc, but it's I think the the intrigue of this was taking a character that is probably one of the more iconic Batman villains, probably not the most iconic, but one of those up there and giving him a real sympathetic arc to where you don't really see from where he begins that movie. You don't really see how he becomes two faced by the end of it but it's just done really effectively and it shows the whole movie's great though it's it's very well crafted very well written and it shows just how thin of a line it is between you know you either die a hero or you live long enough to you know whatever they say at the end of that i but, just think about that movie in pieces and parts and i just like everything's so very iconic <laughs> and i know very iconic. two white guys being like hey dark knight's great is not an original take but Fuck if it isn't just very it's well It's just written. a really great movie. It's really, it's probably one of the best sequels ever, ever made, yeah. period.
1: Hands down, I would I really <laughs> honestly like to see what the contenders for a better sequel would be than that.
0: I would say that list is would be something like Dark Knight Empire Strikes Back in terms of sequels that probably blow the first one out of the water, maybe. I don't know how long of a list that really would be. Batman just hits home more for me than Star Wars. It's just really, it's such and it's such like a grounded take on that character. Like his whole thing, how he becomes Two Face, is just that. Oh, his fiance
1: got blown up by oil oil barrels, well, and half, half of his face, face was- gets gets burned off. You can't skin graft that. Well, he was also going against everybody who worked and, against him in the police.
0: Right. Trying to weed out corruption. It's just that scene where he's, they ber- they kick down the door and he's like, why did you choose me? Why did you choose me? Like, that still gives me like chills every time I watch it, where he's just like, fuck. Like, I can't, where he just, at that moment it clicks, he's like, oh, they chose me. They were letting her die. Basically.
1: Yeah. It was my yeah. fault. And he takes
0: some blame for it. Yeah. It's yeah. Great, great moment. Great character arc. I would have liked to see more of it, but maybe that's why ultimately I'm like, you know what? Maybe that was enough. Uh, But yeah, no, he's, he's, he's great. And I really, really enjoyed Aaron Eckhart as uh, as two toothface in the dark Knight. Again, probably not a real controversial stance for me to take, but I reckon that's, that's some pretty good shit.
1: Number six, Ryan. Um who number you, six got? I'm gonna go with um, Stu and Billy, who played Ghost in Scream One. I really enjoyed them because they were out here murking teenagers and they played by a set of rules, which was different for uh villains.
0: They were also playing the long game, weren't they? What do you mean? They're just they're just waiting I mean, for that time to wait, come. Yep, just well, wearing down that one girl where like Oh, yep.
1: Sydney? Yeah. Yeah. But I just really enjoy Stu. Matthew Lillard's uh, portrayal of him. I also love him in SLC Punk. And he was in this movie called Dead Man's Curve. I think Stu was my favorite because he was like the side guy, but he was also the comic relief. Uh, comedy really strikes hard with me, especially with like villains and stuff, and just in general. Um, makes him seem more crazy. (laughs) Yeah, kinda. And I just, that movie, that whole first movie was great. Like no one had saw like the beginning scene like that ever. Like Drew Barrymore, right. The most known person in the whole movie. And she's in it for five minutes. Yeah. She's murdered in the beginning. (laughs) And it, you find out that also that it isn't just one killer. It's two killers. And it's just a well-written movie. Uh, a great cast and then Wes Craven obviously um, I, I don't know I Ghostface and it like sent things off or those movies off into a sequel and they're still working on a sequel right now for it so I There's so many enjoy screens. it I, if I had to pick over Billy and Stu I'd pick Stu um, because he was just crazy but he was just a side guy he, you know he was not the main Billy was the poor man's Johnny Depp killer so- So, well, it's funny you mentioned Johnny Depp
0: because I am going to have to out myself and say I recently watched the first ever Scream and first ever Nightmare on Elm Street recently, like literally like last month. And they, Johnny Depp in Nightmare on Elm Street and uh, what's the fucking, what's his name? Billy in Scream looks so similar. He's the poor
1: man's Johnny Depp, so similar. I know it's it's, it's freaky, and yeah. I wonder if they had him picked out for that. I mean, that movie came out in '99, so Johnny Depp would in still been
0: '96. I can't remember. But, I
1: could be wrong. Yeah, um but I mean, the age difference probably wasn't a huge gap there. Very similar, and I I feel like if Johnny Depp was in that dude, he would he would have some money in his pocket right now. He just lost. Uh, uh, against Amber Heard, against some uh, domestic violence thing. That's neither here nor there. I can separate the artist from the real life. I'm gonna say it's there. <laughs> I will always love Jack Sparrow. I think I we'll, don't care what Johnny Depp does. We'll always, I will always have a love soft Jack spot Sparrow. for
0: Jack Sparrow. Is and Edward Scissorhands, especially was all was was that your so, favorite? For I, some Jack reason, Sparrow was my favorite. For some reason, was a very. <laughs> big moment in my childhood for Edward Scissorhands but what? I, like I said earlier I was a weird kid <laughs>
1: I mean it's okay I just
0: Pirates of the Caribbean is one of my favorite movies the it first is, one it is a classic yeah, and right. they got
1: kind of a little bit worse after that
0: yeah well, and then a little bit better and then, and a, then lot a lot worse, worse.
1: <laughs> yeah and I totally agree but I I just really really love Captain Jack Sparrow take all of his pants so you can flee- see his flesh arrow your turn, Jake.
0: I loved it. I don't know if I can top that in terms of puns, but my number six is uh, is Thanos. Okay. Um, Probably, I think some people may even put Thanos higher on the list, but I think that Josh Brolin's portrayal of, uh, of Thanos was really good. And this is, I think, particularly interesting where you take a villain. Kill his daughter. Literally nobody outside of the Marvel fandom had really heard of. And just the way that they adapted that for a general audience was incredibly effective, to the point where people were like, yeah, "I guess he's kind of right about some things. Maybe like maybe his approach was wrong, but that motherfucker's crazy." Oh, yeah. And and whenever you have a villain in any piece of media where you're like, "Oh, well, he does have some good points," <laughs> I think that's really, that's a sign of a good villain. That's really effective. Where it's like, "Oh, his plan isn't just I'm going to blow up the world." It's no, these are reasons why I'm taking these steps. Bitches. You may not agree with them and you probably don't if you're not a genocidal maniac, but you know, it's like, eh, you know, I <laughs> you gotta, gotta admit I've, I'm maybe onto something here. And I, I think that, you know, his portrayal, of that character it really sold it to a general audience who had no idea who this big purple guy was wearing a, a metal glove. And, that's that's good writing and just the way that was incorporated you know teased as early as the end of the first avengers
1: yeah but really, i think that's part of it too to know who's coming so yeah. you can have time to research and really get ready for, for what's to come such a
0: long long time but that character in infinity war um and in endgame was just was just great and also he they kill him like three different times in Endgame.
1: <laughs> I Twice is what I remember. Yeah, they like, chop off his like head twice, and then they blow him up. Which was une- unexpected, but uh, just. That chop of the head, was whenever was they great. went in there, and they just showed up and he was just an old It was literally beat the first like bitch. 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's what made the movie like <gasps> gasping. You know, you're like, oh my God. Like, and then like Thor went off to go be fat Thor and stuff and people just kind of retired and became their own people the world was recovering from nothing's the the rubble There were gay people in marvel movies and people were like oh my god yeah the gay community is represented finally what one
0: guy literally a passing comment where he's like yeah i went on a date with a man and captain america's like good for you (laughs)
1: yeah i'm just like well that doesn't really count doesn't really count
0: some great representation we did the least we
1: could to get you prepared for this and people were like oh my god they've mentioned gay um that was it was like in the in the, the gay community last star wars got really excited I'm sure nobody got excited about that it was like in the last star wars where you
0: see two women kiss at the in the background of one scene that they cut out when they showed
1: that movie in China oh god What a absolute cowards move well I mean the gay community I don't feel like you need it forced like random romances on people but also at the same time i don't believe that you just need to hint at it and be like okay that's it we did it it's like michael scott kissing oscar in the office he's like he kisses him because i did it i did it and it's like yeah you did it but yeah for what reason
0: i don't think i don't think it's just checking a box where it's like we mentioned gay people or we mentioned you know this type of representation like just write a good character Yes. Like, that's all you do. Exactly. That's all you need to do. You don't don't need to be like, oh, and by the way, they mentioned that they went on a date
1: with another man. And like Like, orientations (laughs) in general, that doesn't define you. That doesn't pull up your principles about everything in life. I
0: guess they were trying to. be like oh captain america's like progressive and i guess that's a oh, big deal God. for somebody that was that lived in the 1940s and then was frozen in time for 70 years nobody's but, thinking about know, that they're just no, like hey
1: captain america because they're like oh you know what i
0: the world's changed a lot while well, this dude was frozen in a glacier whatever you know whatever happened to him at the end of that but <laughs> yeah that was uh the the fact that they wrote an entire article about that and that's all it wound up being in that <laughs> movie yeah bunch of bullshit (laughs) yeah absolute cowards move
1: (laughs) I'll say Mm. who's uh, we're in the top five we're into the top five
0: villains now
1: I run into a uh, confliction here and it's really just the youth confliction as a child Um, Venom from Spider-Man and Scorpion from Mortal Kombat and I feel like I just like both of those villains because they're both kind of anti heroes, but at the same time they're classic villains. Like, so Spider Man's biggest nemesis is like Venom or Kingpin, and I, I Venom I always like better in Carnage because Venom just seemed a little more put together, a little more a little more fleshed out. Yeah, and then same for Scorpion, like from mortal Kombat, i just feel like his character is just far more interesting you know he was always like the villain like in the movie or whatever they didn't really give him a lot in the movie but he was just is he was just better than sub-zero and i've just grown up with those and i know they've given them more of a, a heart like you know scorpion's kid was killed or whatever and that's all inspired his hatred for the world or whatever. But um, yeah, I just enjoy both of those characters better. Those are two good choices. Uh, yes.
0: I think Venom is is a particularly great choice. And I like that. I like that we now have a different bit of uh, direction in that Sony is you trying bet. to do a whole spit off universe of Spider-Man villains where you Spider-Man may or may movie. not be around. What is
1: that uh, guy? Eric from uh, that 70s show? Uh, Topher Grace yeah his portrayal of Venom uh, not my favorite not anybody's favorite I like ever Tom,
0: I'm not saying it's a good movie but I did enjoy Tom Hardy's his portrayal it's as, the
1: best one so far
0: yeah the best the definitely the best live action one we've seen yeah. <laughs> so far Um, it will be interesting to see how they tie that back to the bigger Spider-Man universe given that he has such a different uh, origin story it's like how do they have him and Spider-Man be adversaries? Since maybe they work together. Maybe they do. I think they do wind up sort of, somewhat working together. Well, I think person. Venom's more of an anti-hero, kind of, and you see that by the end of it because he's like, you can only eat like people that steal stuff from convenience stores, like or Dexter whatever. would suggest. Yeah, exactly. Um, speaking of villains slash anti-heroes, for my, my top five, my number five was uh, Kylo Ren from the newest Star Wars trilogy, Ooh. which I think is probably the best addition from that entire trilogy. <laughs> Whoa! I think he's the most compelling character. And I, I I won't spend too much time on it because I've, I've talked about it a lot. But I, I did enjoy, especially in The Force Awakens, to where... They're like, "Okay. We're going to do Star Wars again. But and we need like a Darth Vader character, but we can't have Darth Vader. So what's the next best thing? How about a guy who's like a who is in the actual universe is a fanboy of Darth Vader but doesn't really live up to those expectations."
1: So, it's like if I was <laughs> like, yeah, Ron, well, not Ron Jeremy. He's he's currently busted for like Weird things, but if I was like, yeah, Ron Jeremy, and I wanted to live out his life, and I was like, yeah, I'll never live up to that dick. It's in some ways, yes, no, um, in all ways, in
0: all of the ways.
1: I'm not a Pringles scan walking.
0: I just think that was a really interesting take on that character. I think Adam Driver is a great actor, and I think he's a great, great portrayal of that character. And I think that the things that they did well for the most part afterwards and the subsequent movies were
1: interesting in the third movie where he crawls out of the no the crypt and no. or a little crevice and he's it, like
0: i'll kill you it got worse and he's like hey let's, mm-hmm. let's make yep. out and then i'm gonna disappear
1: yeah gonna fuck um, you. <laughs> with my fingers but
0: i i liked i i i liked the last well i liked most of the last trilogy except for that last movie but um I like that character. I think they could have went in more interesting directions than they ultimately did. I think if he didn't turn back to the light side, it may have been uh, more interesting. But I, I liked that he was literally a, a for one movie. He was trying to be Darth Vader and was like, "No, nah, fuck it, I'm gonna smash this helmet." And then I think he kind of came into his own for a little bit, to where he did things that uh, in the Star Wars universe, he, Darth Vader never did. So for a brief period of time. He killed his master and he was literally the, the dude. He was big dick in charge yep. for a little bit.
1: Sometimes you got to throw so, your dick
0: down. It, but ultimately, they kind of wasted that a little bit <laughs> to where the next movie, they're like, guess what? Dick up. Palpatine's back. Palpatine dick up. Didn't, Palpatine didn't make this list because I was like, he's, he's really always
1: just the side guy. Prominent in one movie and he's his well, he's plans. always a side guy you ever see him do anything besides shoot like no, not really and his plan, electricity? kind of suck <laughs> yeah he's like electricity for my fingers the fact that he had such a
0: detailed like three movies where he's like Anakin how about this dark side and then he shows up for like in the last 10 minutes of Return of the Jedi he's like hey Luke you wanna wanna do the dark side and he's like no he's like I guess I'll kill you then
1: yeah <laughs> it's really that seems right, and then Darth you. Vader's like, "Now I'm pick you up and, you up and throw you down you this, this shit in this and, tube, and way, like, way, way oh, down."
0: Oh no! Guess I'll see you guys in three movies. When he's like, bye. "I'll be back in three, episode nine, I'm bitches." <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: number four. Number four. Mm. Is it number four already? Damn. It is. It's okay, sure be four time. Okay. Michael Fassbender's Magneto. I just really good one. enjoy Michael Fassbender as Magneto. And you can see they humanize the element of evil and you're just like where where he gets it. Like his family's killed his daughter and his wife and he's just trying to re- retire and go back to live in a simple life and as a kid you know he's a holocaust victim and stuff like that and now he's raised by kevin bacon to be evil and i just (laughs) i really 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 enjoy michael fassbender that was as magneto i think he's done a superior job in that that was the one that made my honorable mentions oh was it oh we're doing that let's do that on top Three yeah. right before top three. Yeah,
0: that was that that was def- definitely one that made my honorable mentions. In that, I I agree. Very very good portrayal. Probably definitely in terms of the 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 uh, first class universe, one of the best ones. James McAvoy also a great addition, but I think Mac Michael Fassbender is definitely he's
1: the highlight of the movie. He
0: definitely highlight of that.
1: And that whole series that he's X-Men. involved in, like literally, the last movie we saw that we did the X Men, uh, Dark Phoenix. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was the best part of that whole movie by far,
0: and he's barely has a presence in it. Should have, should have been, should have been bigger. But I haven't
1: seen the Assassin Creed movie, but I heard it sucked. He's but I just find it hard. Stuff. <laughs> I just find it hard to believe because Michael Fassbender, great, fucking amazing, great
0: actor. Have you seen Twelve Years a Slave? No. Uh, it's a tough watch, but he's a slave owner in that one, and he is an absolute fucking
1: monster. <laughs> I would like to see him in something I could like him in. Like, I liked him in uh, X-Men. He wasn't always bad, but I'd like to see him in something I could like him in first.
0: Yeah, I did, well, do that then. Do something to soften it up before you watch 12 Years a Slave. Yeah, but that's, I can't go straight that's into a, that that's hardcore. A very, very, very good one. Brad hit. Is, plays a minor role in that one too but Brad Pitt's in there Brad Pitt's in there
1: Brad Pitt's and everything yeah that's a
0: good one though and he's like hey my dad's in space and I gotta get to, <laughs> and to Tommy <laughs> Lee Jones floating away and Astra anyways this is gonna happen in 200 years or something bitch <laughs> um, my number four Homelander
1: oh. from the boys one of my honorable mentions that i will not mention now make it into your top 10 i didn't i I think longevity was a thing he just came about in the past couple of years though the guy is a fucking bastard and i do think that he's the best um person actually him and uh carl urban are the best um characters in that show
0: definitely the best parts of that so since we are going to be doing a sealed section, uh we won't talk about Homelander too much, but just quick high level. The reason that he made it into my top 5 was that he is genuinely a frightening and unstable. And
1: I think But he has a human element to him. Again, they, that's that another thing. They do thing.
0: kind of add in uh, A little bit later, which was surprising that I felt anything towards it.
1: Do you think that retract or uh, subtracted anything for you or added more? I don't think so.
0: I just think that. Left you neutral. I think that they have to. You can't have somebody that's just pure evil because it makes them less interesting. And I think that the way that that character was written, he's such like you said, he is a bastard. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Through and through. But they give you at least a little bit of reason to be like, oh, well, maybe this is how this person wound up this way. And I think that when you could do that or even just add in a little bit of doubt, I think that's that's this hallmark of a good character and a good good villain. Um, And yeah, so that he's definitely one of the newer ones that made it really high up my list. And just because he feels dangerous and he just feels extremely unhinged for for a multitude of reasons but yeah he's he was
1: definitely one that made a big big impression on me for sure let me ask you a question do you think there's a lack of women in our list why do you think there's a lot more men villains than women villains
0: i think that because (laughs) i think that there's multiple reasons for that and not to say that females don't make good villains because i think that there are you know good examples of that but give me an example i think that
1: <sighs> put you on the spot um gorilla deville <laughs> okay yeah she wants to she's, skin dogs to and skin, i really she do wanted wanted love dogs a
0: thousand, like a hundred dogs to make 101
1: a to be correct
0: yeah exactly she found <laughs> that last one she's like all right this is gonna finish this code for me get her a pongo Um, I, I feel like female villains a lot of times, and this isn't,
1: I feel like women are, uh, could be more villainous because sex is also on their side. I I feel like men are stupid. Exactly.
0: But I I feel like they're that the way that a lot of times they're written in TV and movies is kind of that where it's like, if there isn't a sex element, they're like a witch or something to where they can't, I, I don't know if there's so many examples to where uh, it's like i don't know i feel i feel like that unhingedness is kind of reserved for a lot of male characters and maybe that's just the the way that they're they're written and i don't necessarily know why that is it just seems to be a a big primary piece of i don't know i i think you're right that there probably is a, a there's definitely a lack of female villains in our lists but in terms of big memorable ones, you can mention. I I am kind of drawing a blank on a lot of them right now.
1: Yeah, there's definitely a lack there, and um,
0: it's not necessarily in terms of qu- there is a, in terms of quantity. But well, I mean, it's just the
1: world we too. were in. Like, I feel like men got more acting jobs than women, and have been written in that way. And then we kind of it's like when you skip a stone on the lake. It like even though. You're skipping. You're going further. It's still making like a ripple. The original stone. So I, I don't know. I just maybe in the future there will be more um, female villains, and maybe they'll chime in. I think sex will always be a part of it because it I think need to. But I but think <laughs> it's not so much saying like the woman villain just feels like she needs to rely on sex. I just think it's saying that men are so weak that. Women just find it so easy to Maybe be like, oh, pulling you. yeah. So it isn't so much, it isn't you; it's me, kind of thing. It isn't isn't women; it's men. Maybe that is a part of it. Um, number three. Okay, before we get this, you want to do go ahead and honorable, mentions. honorable mentions out of the way? All right, so I'm going to throw some out here. Regina George, Mean Girls, good one. Yeah, um, Pro- definitely a villain. <laughs> yeah, definitely a villain. Um, there is, uh, the guy is called the tall man from phantasm. I watched as a kid. Um, Not very scary, very scary. Um, the demon from insidious one. Okay. Um, which I kind of enjoyed that he had like a human element to him where he like s- listens to tiptoe <laughs> through the tulips, sharpening, sharpening his claws. His yeah. I thought He's that was pretty good. Weirdo. <laughs> um, Shredder from the Ninja Turtles. Um, I found that when I was going through this, I was like, do I really care about Shredder or is it just more the turtles and their personality? I really like the turtles, but he did kill Splinter in the uh 2012 TV show, but it was super Shredder um but i i just like the turtles better um baron braxis which is from jack and dexter he was in jack and Dexter, or jack 2 um the sand guy from hellboy 2 or no hellboy 1 because i just thought he looked cool darth Maul thought he looked cool too yeah it looks literally the devil <laughs> um bill lumberg from office space because my boss reminds me of him he's like yeah, that would be great. My boss great. literally does that. He's like, "Uh," and I'm just like, dude, spit it out. And he looks exactly the same. So that's a villain to me. Um, Very much a villain. Um, The kid who made Will Ferrell like white dog shit and stepbrothers. <laughs> <laughs> that made my list because I was like how heinous is that dude that's fucking beat up <laughs> and that's pretty much my honorable mention before top three. Oh, that's good
0: my honorable mention list is not that long but the kid from that made it lick
1: that white dog turd why would really you do that that's really, so fucked up man that's really funny <laughs> that's devious and then you were a child It's like killing an animal oh so,
0: my honorable mentions are Gus Fring from Breaking Bad. Good one. Um, Mysterio from Spider-Man Far From Home. I thought he was really interesting in the way that he's set up to be a hero, and then he turns out to be a fraud, but he's also really, really effective with it, like the technology and the... Exposes him. Yeah. Uh, he he does. He k- sort of, kind of wins in a way at the end, uh, which is which is interesting. Then I had some Lord of the Rings ones. I had uh, Gollum, which is kind. I guess
1: he's kind of a bad guy, but uh, winds up being. It goes both ways, just because yeah. he's really obsessed with the ring.
0: Um, I, and Sauron was another interesting one in that he literally was a you know big important fucking person, and then gets killed but his spirit just it is just a big flaming eye for a little while
1: yes but just I this about that just too.
0: looming looming presence it's just i i think that he's not really a character as much as he is just a symbol of just this impending doom that's always watching over you and he just feels like inevitable uh especially when they like first cross into mordor or whatever I was surprised because I I was, like I said, I was a weird kid. I read those books. It takes them like fucking forever in those books. And it feels like they run through there in the movie in like 20 minutes. from when they like cross the gate or whatever. Um, but yeah, he, he just feels like this big looming presence and it's just really kind of, I don't know. There's something, there's something unsettling about it. And that even though he's not even, ba- he's barely a character. Um, yeah, as a as a presence. Yeah. I j- I don't know. Some there's something something going on there that just kind of messes with my psyche. Um that I that I um, you know, just kind of really appreciate. And the last one, I I guess throwing it back to like Saturday morning cartoons, uh, was there was a character in the Yu-Gi-Oh series um that oh, was yeah. called Yami Merrick, which is uh, Dark Merrick in um uh in the American version. But he was um an interesting one in that there is so <laughs> Not to get too into it, but there was a (laughs) character. There's this uh, character that called the Tomb Keepers, and basically their job was to protect the Tomb of the Pharaoh uh, and protect the Millennium items and stuff from the coming, and protect the Pharaoh from the coming of the shadows, and that he winds up breaking his oath. And this character is a dark version of the character Merrick that winds up literally infiltrating his mind and taking over his, possessing his body. Um, and he was this okay. dark persona that was created because he was abused by his father. Um, Sexually? And I don't, I think it was physical, but I think that in the Japanese version, which was kind of. It was sexual. it It was implied that there was other stuff going on there which is was something when they translated it to English, they were like, Oh, we're going to take this out.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I don't so, know if it's going to apply with our viewers,
0: but yeah, there was some fucked up shit going on there. So he's almost like this dark presence that is just looming in this character's mind that takes over. But anyways, he looks insane. Um, and he's just weird and gross. And I don't know. That was my favorite. It's just a, I'm swimming in nostalgia right now, but it was just a great arc of arc of that show um when he shows up and he just feels like the real final villain that really feels unbeatable for a little while and he's constantly just playing mind games with people banishing everyone to the shadow realm a <laughs> lot of great character arc um great moment in that that dumb animated anime show, but um one that really stuck out to me, especially as a kid, that just kind of is in the back was in the back of my head for a long time. So
1: yeah. What's top into the top three, Ryan? Um top three for me. Jigsaw from Saul. Ah, okay. Somebody who puts together such elaborate ways to kill people and punish them for things they've done that he saw unfit um and just i don't know they made such a lot of i mean how many movies did they make a millions and they're still working <laughs> on some what was it uh chris rock had worked on one and it was supposed to come out this year but coronavirus happened spiral yeah that's what it was was called and i just think like i mean very fucked up and very iconic um, there's no, there's a little bit of a human element to it, but there's not a lot and it's just very gory and it's almost like one of the first mainstream, really gory movies. Like, I don't know for as, as, uh, unnerving it is to watch people like get out of these or get into these, um, death traps, um, the audience is wanting to go see it. I jigsaw's number three for me.
0: Yeah. There's just something about somebody sawing off their own arm to get out of like a bear trap that just, there's no way that that does. Or saw off their leg. Yeah. It doesn't really af- affect you in some point. Yeah. Yeah. Fucked up person.
1: It is def- fucked up. Def- great definitely. A,
0: definitely a great inclusion. Uh, my number three was uh the trinity killer from uh from Dexter season
1: four, John Lithgow I John Lithgow
0: what a just that's an all-timer honestly It he was
1: the ritual for him
0: is just that's a great great season great performance
1: it and was very different to see him outside of like third rock from the sun which is like everything you saw Lithgow in it was like comedy that I recall, um, and just to see him like be a villain like that—that that was kind of like unnerving. He
0: is, I, I. There's a, probably a couple on on this list where you could be like pure evil, but one that definitely stands out.
1: He's he gonna put the kid in concrete and build a house over him.
0: He does some of the most fucked up stuff you see in Dexter, and again, Dexter is a show. That is literally based around a serial killer. Yeah, and he and they really managed to up the ante in that to where he is just this combination of this, this fucking weird character. He everything he does is in patterns, but at the same time. He just seems like a normal person from the outside and can... Ri- and that's probably one it's of the got a family scariest and- things about him is that how well he seems to be able to blend into... But the when you dive deep into
1: his family, you realize everything isn't as...
0: Oh, no, It's everything's a lie. Yeah. He's a fucking monster and his family knows that.
1: But they also keep with the
0: lie. Yes. And you even see in later seasons his son struggling with the legacy of being... The son of an ousted serial killer, basically. Yeah, just that's the best season of of Dexter by far. Yeah. <laughs> Trinity Killer is, is awesome and definitely. A, he Did he make it into your top? He did not. What?
1: <laughs> yeah, my top two. No. Not even your honorable mentions? I didn't even think about him. <laughs> I did see him in the list, but I was like... <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't include him, maybe I shouldn't. Um, but I he didn't really make an impact. I think this is where I kind of go back. I, I, I did enjoy that season, but I think Dexter, the character, the was plays more of him. a more of a impact on me. It's kind of like Shredder from the Ninja Turtles. He made my honorable mention, but really it's just because I grew up with the Ninja Turtles. If I was really completely honest, Shredder probably wouldn't have made made it or any of the villains from that, except maybe the Rat King. He's kind of a little crazy in the 2012 version, but it's just the fact that they're the the heroes and stuff like that. What you keep up with, and there's like this generic villain, and there's so many villains, so it kind of gets diluted.
0: Maybe, and I think that maybe some of my list, I'm willing to admit that there may be some bias in terms of things I've watched recently, and that Homeland is on it. Yeah, number four. And Trinity Killer, uh, we watched all eight seasons of Dexter at the very beginning. We actually finished it before quarantine started. But yeah, that was obviously fresh in my mind as as well. But I don't know. Those two made a really lasting impact. And that's why I guess I put them so much higher on my list. But we're into the top two Two. now.
1: Yeah. And I will throw in the fact that like I was also like, well, what makes a person evil? Are they anti-hero or are they evil? you know do they get enjoyment out of doing what they do or is it like they're trying to help people my second on my list is barbosa from pirates of the caribbean don't look at me that way i really really enjoyed pirates Some of the Jeffrey caribbean Rush. <laughs> i did and i just enjoy his character he's a pirate um And he joins the good side at one point later on in the series. And I just enjoy him. He's a great foil for
0: Jack Sparrow. Well, say what you will about Jeffrey Rush. And I'm sure a lot of people have not guilty.
1: (laughs) It's come up. Not guilty.
0: Um, I. Yeah, that is that is a great character. And he is such a pivotal part of that uh, of that series.
1: The, the whole uh the Just sword fight at the end of the first one, where they kind of go in between like the moonlight and stuff like mm-hmm. that, that's fucking great. That's like those iconic scenes that you see and you think of a villain. That's you're uh, like, yes, this guy's evil, not only because he's evil, but also these moments that make you reflect on that particular villain.: 100
0: percent when I think about the kind of movies that we watched in film school. I think 20, 30, 50 years from now, Pirates of the Caribbean 1 is going to be one of those that people are going to watch instead. It
1: really should in be. I of, think it's a great action movie. It's great just sets to scenes.
0: Action movie. Just perfectly executed, great characters, very well acted, and also kind of a small ish cast. Mm-hmm. Like, really not. If you and it's look, the timepiece, too. Yeah. I just one of. If you look in terms of like a blockbuster movie that just hits like all the major points you'd want it to pirates one absolutely does that and it's and they try to stretch thin-
1: themselves then after that yeah
0: they really did but it that first one really does stand the test of time that's an mm-hmm. all-timer for me as well
1: oh yeah it's one of my that's, favorite that's top five movies for me that's it's, it's
0: a it's a great great movie honestly mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah my number two is uh <clears throat> sorry i've got a bit of a
1: breathing problem here Bane Bane is your choice no no somebody with asthma who will I choose here this person did not make my list by the way
0: (laughs) Darth Vader was second on my list Um, I know in terms of (laughs) every single list I looked at was like Darth Vader number one movie villain I think a lot of that has been I, a lot of his people are kind of wearing rose-tinted glasses that, yeah, he's he is a great villain. But is he the best villain you've ever seen in a movie? I just feel like he's been no. outplayed it, for exactly. me personally. If you were making this list in like 1985, definitely he would be at the top of the list. Yeah, okay. less com-
1: competition and he's been more recent.
0: To, right, exactly. It's to the point. Where every movie that's been made where we have we need to write a good villain in, it's like remember Star Wars. Let's take something like that and make and build on top of it. So as a as a villain, I think he is re- is still really effective, but I think that the thing that makes his story more compelling, and I'm gonna catch shit for this. Oh yeah, the pre the Star Wars prequels moment to moment. Are they good movies?
1: Well, you see what builds the character no. of how <laughs> evil he is from the root.
0: I think that it makes him a much more sympathetic and tragic character in that he winds up in the way he is. I don't think that the prequels executed that very well at all. But if you look at the overall arc, if you look at the character's arc, absolute tragedy well, <laughs> that this guy wound up things. in the situation that he's in. Does that excuse all of the actions that he makes after Yes. That? Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. But, you know, I I don't think any list is completely complete without Darth Vader and it's somewhere I think that that was a a timeless portrayal of the of a movie villain of the time. But again, I think we're kind of suffering from the point to where he's been played out a lot and a lot of other movie villains copy from that and build upon it to the point where it's like is this really the most effective villain I don't think so anymore but there is one coming up that I think is one of is probably the best villain in a movie I have ever seen up to this point. Okay.
1: Okay. What, what is your number one, Ryan? My number one is the same as yours, just slightly skewed. Jake Who is your number one first? Well, you
0: know, they say that madness is a lot like gravity and that all you need is a little push it's the it's the joker i don't (laughs) i don't think specifically mine was heath ledger's joker and yours was more generally just
1: the joker joker joaquin phoenix uh was Romero or whatever the original? Cesar Romero. Cesar yeah. Romero and famously, Jack Nicholson
0: famously refused
1: to shave his, his mustache. mustache. <laughs> just paint over that shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the comic books like uh, Mark Hamill and stuff like that. Um, for me, uh, Joker is just. Uh, Batman, obviously, growing up in America, I don't know if that really has any effect on it, but I'm just going to say, as an American kid, like Batman was like. The big. superhero. It was like him and uh Spider-Man, right? So I think definitely after the Nolan movies, I was like, oh man, Batman's way better. I still think that. Um, but Joker was always a great adversary. It's kind of like whenever I was saying before, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, well, the hero's better, and that's why I love the story so much. Maybe it's not so much villain. But in this case, it is because it's like the villain is just as good as the hero. Um, kind of like in a Homelander situation where him and um, uh, Carl Urban, they and the boys, you they cuts. are <laughs> both. I, I feel like they're both even, but s- some of my bias to that's only been two seasons. Um, but yeah, I think the Joker, I think he's well written. He's He can be deranged and. A lot of different ways. But he could also be fun. And there's like a human. Well, he just looks like he has fun at doing what he does. And I enjoy that. And there's <laughs> some comedy to it. Fun. <laughs> yeah, I I enjoy that. Like, you're demented. I get it. I can understand that. and But you have fun and you enjoy what you do. I enjoy somebody who enjoys their job. There is a. Certain amount of uh, certain amount of happiness
0: you can glean from that. Just somebody having been really good at it. I just think that Heath Ledger Heath Ledger's performance as um, the Joker is just phenomenal. I, I cannot people are like, oh, Darth Vader is more iconic. Be like, yeah, maybe, but in terms of a performance. I don't see how you can like,
1: <laughs> he didn't really do anything. He, he just he like, just, he breathed, he absolutely breathed heavy and just like said, he was a symbol. I'm going to kill you. But Heath
0: Ledger's was a performance and it was a performance. It was more literally, literally just about drove him.
1: I think drove him mad. Well, that's exactly. what a lot of people say. It we'll never was, really know.
0: An absolute stroke of genius, just abs- great writing, but just a performance that carried that movie and made it an all timer for podcast for white podcasters everywhere. But it's I think it's, it made it for everybody. I think it's a just, lot of
1: people enjoyed Heath Ledger and I think he'll be held in high regard for his portrayal of the Joker.
0: I Yeah, I don't I don't see how you can how you can argue against. It's just one of the best performances I've ever seen in a movie. and And it's it's phenomenal and the fact that it's 12
1: years later and we're still talking about it well i think Uh, joaquin phoenix's um portrayal great but i think it was a little more down to earth than um the joker and we also saw like his origin which sometimes if you see somebody's origin it just makes you well you saw he got beat up and stuff and you're like oh this is you at your weakest moment with the joker we never saw that it was like he was the heath ledger version He was like he was always prepared um it was a little cartoony like i think about whenever he's driving that are the trucks driving and he's shooting like guns and they're shooting bazookas when he's hanging that man he's hanging off the back of that cop car and he goes
0: (laughs) yeah or he just like
1: (laughs) the pencil trick or just like the whole beginning part of that movie yeah. and i think when he
0: does the see how i got these scars in yeah. four different ways
1: <laughs> yeah and just like the grenades in his pocket or him just burning money and being like you know or smacking that fake batman around and throwing him around. he's ledger definitely has been the best joker hands down but for me you don't think so i definitely think so that's oh, okay of, i, that's you, I thought top you checked your head um but for me, I had to generalize it because I think there's been a lot of portrayals that show different sides of what the Joker could be. Maybe not my favorite portrayals of them, but um, it's just a hu- it encompasses a lot, and it's just a huge idea of what this person could be. Did the Clown Prince of Gotham City takes takes the
0: crown? But yeah, that's it was a good time. That's my favorite. That's I. Don't think that's a controversial take, but that's. I Do you think, think
1: it's like an American thing?
0: I would be. It. I would be interested to hear from from people outside of the U.S. If like, is you, Batman like these? You? If if your list of you know TV and movie villains is different, because I think that this kind of is a, a pretty American. uh I would. I would definitely say it's a heavily American-centric list, but we just. Uh, I, I didn't want to make a list where it's like, oh, Terminator. I've seen Terminator 2 one time 10 years ago, and it didn't make a huge impression. So that's why. Well, that's Terminator
1: 2, he was a yeah. good guy. Liquid Man was that guy.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, stuff like that. Like, I'm not going to include stuff where it's just like, oh, it's popular, so I guess I have to like it. These are just the ones that made a, a bigger impression on me, and that's why I kind of ranked them the way that I did. Uh, yeah i'm interested to hear what other people's takes on it especially if you know this is american centric list if you're listening from outside this country you know let us know you know it, what what are your experiences i'm i'm genuinely interested in, in hearing what other people have to say about it so
1: maybe yeah. in two weeks because next week we're going to be kind of full um right. in two weeks maybe we do like a top 10 list of heroes maybe I kind of
0: like doing these themed episodes. I had I had fun with this. I I don't know if this is more dry than people are used to, but I don't know. It's it was it's fun to just kind of geek out on on different stuff and be like, "You know what? I think that you know, I
1: I had fun with it." So. We have to at least complete the circle, man. We have to do the heroes. So a top 10 of heroes maybe in 2 weeks. Yeah, we'll we'll look at it. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I think that'll I think that'll do us for one week. Uh, next week, I think we'll be talking a little bit of Mandalorian. We'll finally squeeze in some Boys uh, season two. Gotta get those boys.
1: <laughs> Hello. We've
0: both completed now at this point, and I I am genuinely eager to uh, to talk about that and talk about that. Finale. Perfect. I'm gonna have to brush up on the boys because it's been a month since I've seen the last episode. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, those are those are both great. Uh, we'll have a couple, yeah, a couple great uh, TV shows to kind of discuss in, in further detail. So, um, Ryan, anything else you need to add? Um,
1: no. <laughs> you. <laughs> um,
0: no. Perfect. All right.
1: That's that'll do us. That'll do us for this week. Enjoy it, bitches. Remember, remember the 5th of November, bitches. (laughs) 99. Until next time, folks. Bitches.